Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another edition of Last Minute Thoughts. This time we are leading up to the Steelers' Week 5 matchup against the Baltimore Ravens in Pittsburgh at Acrisure Stadium, 1 p.m. on Sunday. That's right, this is not a primetime game, which this if you get any kind of feel for the Pittsburgh Steelers and you ask yourself, what's going on this season? They're 2-2. Two and two. Both of their wins have come in primetime. Both of their losses were blowouts at 1 o'clock. I'm not saying that that means it's what's going to be this week, but it's the Ravens. It's a familiar opponent. Let's dive into it. I've already said where and when these teams are are playing. They will be playing on CBS. This game will be available to most of the country. There are only two other games that are at 1 o'clock on CBS. That's New Orleans at New England and Tennessee at Indianapolis. I will say this, if you go to steelcurtainnetwork.com, we will have the distribution map there for you and ready to go to see if you will get this game. All I know is that when I look at the map, it's it's the game that's outlined in red. It's just a big blob of reds. Most, I mean, almost everything west of the Mississippi, but they're they're you know outside of uh, Louisiana and all that because New Orleans is playing on CBS. So Check out the map. Go, go to steelcurtnetwork.com. Check out the map and see if you are one of the ones that, that, that gets this game. All right. Now, rolling into the game itself. The spread of this game has been all over the place, and depending on your source, it could change. 
by minute by minute. Uh, the last spread that I saw, this was on Saturday night that I am going with, is that the Ravens are favored by four and a half points in Pittsburgh. That's right, four and a half points with the over-under being 38. So, ooh, yeah, that's – I'm trying to think of the last time the, the Steelers were that big of an underdog. The line could still move, so it it really doesn't count until it's what, the, what they are at kickoff. So we'll see how that uh, continues to go up until game time. But uh, uh, this is kind of tough. When I'd be like, oh, I'd, I'd definitely be taking the, the Steelers against the points. But the, the 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 problem is, I feel like if it's a close game, the Steelers are are probably just the way they've been. They're more than likely to pull it off. But if they're the biggest way for, for the Steelers to to get out of it is is to just be blown out and and not even see what's going on. Well, we'll see. Still trying to figure out this 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers team. Now for the weather. The weather sounds like some October Pittsburgh weather. It is not supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain overnight ahead of the game, but it's not supposed to actually rain on Sunday. There, it's a high, I think, of 58, mostly cloudy. If you go by the hourly report, it's supposed to be 53 degrees with 13 or 14 mile an hour winds in Pittsburgh at that time. It'll get up to 56 by the end of the game, but that's it. Nice, cool football weather. Shouldn't be a factor unless the wind gets to whipping a little bit. Shouldn't be that much of a factor in this game. So, Ooh, we're going to roll through these pretty quick. Let's go ahead and check out the injury report before we take our break because there's there's a couple things to, to go over. The Steelers already have five players ruled out with another being questionable. Alex Highsmith is questionable, and the players ruled out are punter Presley Harvin, offensive lineman Dan Moore Jr., offensive lineman James Daniels, tight end Pat Fryermuth, and defensive end DeMarvin Leal. They're already ruled out. So the Steelers did make a move, well, some moves on Saturday, but they didn't change the 53-man roster. I thought perhaps something could go on there. Maybe someone like if Dan Moore is reported to be out more than even this week, that maybe he would have gone on IR. But the bye week doesn't count as one of those four weeks of being on IR. It's got to be four games. So maybe they just weren't ready to do that if they didn't have to see how he was progressing this week, things things that you don't want to have someone out four weeks if there are, there are four games if they were really only going to miss one, maybe two. So they had some, some considerations going on there. But the Steelers made two practice squad elevations. They're exactly what I expected. They elevated punter Brad Wing again because they got to have a punter. And they elevated an offensive lineman because you got to have eight offensive linemen or you're not allowed to have 48 players active on game day. You would only have 46 if you don't have an eighth lineman. Number 47 has to be an offensive lineman in order to get number 48. So, therefore, it was center Ryan McCullum who was elevated. He spent all last year on the Steelers practice squad. The year before, he, he had been with Houston to start, was on their practice squad, got poached by the Lions and played 13 games with them with one start, um, to not last year, but the year before. So that was the Steelers' moves. Now, one thing you noticed there, that there was no move made with outside linebacker. With the Steelers only having four on the team and Alex Highsmith being questionable, this tells me that Alex Highsmith will be available and dressed for this game. Now, could they give him what they did last year with Miles Jack against New Orleans Saints? 
where he was dressed and a reserve, but only taking the field if they need it. That could possibly be the case with Alex Highsmith. I'm hoping it's not that he's just good to go. I'm just saying just because he's active, it doesn't mean that he'll play the exact same number of percentage of snaps that he typically would. So that's something to keep in mind there. Now, let's look at this Baltimore Ravens uh, injury report. Well, not – well. Injury status, that's what I'm going to say. They have, let's see, two players that were ruled out. This is from Friday because then they had some roster moves because of this. They had out um, outside linebacker Adafe Owe. I think I said that right, hopefully. He's, he was ruled out, and safety Daryl Worley was ruled out. Uh, tie, uh, I almost said tight end. Tackle Morgan Moses was listed as doubtful. And then they had five players listed as questionable. Uh, tackle Ronnie Stanley running back Keaton Mitchell, cornerback Marlon Humphrey, running back Justice Hill, and wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. Now, reports are already out that Humphrey's going to play his first game of the season. I, I also think Ronnie Stanley's going to play as well, but we'll see. But the Ravens made two moves, well, technically three moves, on Saturday, and that is they placed Worley on injured reserve. So he's missing their next four games. They did not sign somebody else to the 53-man roster. Now, I don't care enough about the Ravens to go through and count their roster. But but this, this isn't unheard of. The Steelers did this, where they, they actually went in with, with 52, and they didn't sign one of the players off the practice squad. They just elevated both of them so they could go right back. So they, they elevated two players, and they put um, Worley on injured reserve. The players that they elevated were running back Kenyon Drake and wide receiver Laquan Treadwell. Now, some could read into that to say, oh, does that mean one or both of the running backs aren't going to be able to go for the, for the Ravens? Perhaps. Does that mean that Odell Beckham Jr. isn't going to be able to go? Perhaps. I don't know. We're going to have to see the inactive list when it comes out later today at – Around 11.30 a.m., it's supposed to be then, but a lot of times it doesn't get reported for another 10 or 15 minutes. But once it is, I will have that immediately on SteelCurtainNetwork.com. All right, so went a little bit longer in the first first half. I never know if I should break early and then do injuries or do the injuries afterwards because they take up a little bit of the time. But we're going to go ahead, take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to break down some other things with this game and um, some – what can the Steelers do to win? Things of that nature. So stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Steelers fans, here we go. Rolling on with my last-minute thoughts as the Steelers get ready to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I'll go ahead and bring this up. I have been the wishiest, washiest Steelers fan over the last week. That's right. That's me. I still had my tickets to go to this game as a season ticket holder. After last Sunday, with Kenny Pickett getting injured, the Steelers playing the way they did against Houston, I'm like, you know what? It takes I'm, – I'm gone for 15 hours of the day to, to go to the game and everything and, you know, parking and all the, all the other stuff and, and everything. I said, I, I'm not in the mood to go to the stadium to watch this team play the Ravens. I don't like to go watch them play the Ravens. I'm 0-2 when the Steelers play the Ravens. Now, something was going to have to give because I would have gone with my brother and we've never watched the Steelers lose a game when we sat together in Section 122, which is where my season tickets are. So that's so something would have had to give there. I'd finally I'd see the Steelers beat the Ravens, or finally there would be a loss with my brother and I. We're like, that's just that's not as important. I just got so frustrated. I said, you know what? I'm I was a little bit concerned. I'm like, I don't want non-Steeler fans sitting in my seat. But you know what? I was so mad last last weekend, and I'm like, you know. If they're going to continue to do this, why should I worry about what color the person's wearing sitting in my seats? And I got mad, and I threw my tickets up for sale. And a couple hours later, I said, you know what? Maybe, maybe I won't do that. Yeah, too late. They already sold. Um, for a good bit, so I'll at least say that. But so that was how I was feeling early in the week, dealing with the whole thing of Matt Canada and all that going on with the Steelers. Come Thursday night, if you did not listen to the Steelers preview, make sure you go back and check that out. I shocked both Jeff and Brian by actually picking the Steelers to win because something that Jim Wexel brought up on the Steel City Insider podcast, which you can hear on Steel Curtain Network, that was on Wednesday, that how much the Steelers bounce back after a big loss. Well, I looked it up, and when the Steelers lose by 14 or more points, this is under Mike Tomlin, they're 14-5 and five, the in the next game. With the only game that I didn't count was when one ended the season. I didn't go into the next season. That wasn't worth it. But even if teams, if they lose by a bunch, I even counted if it was after the bye. Then I took it to the next level. What about when they lose by 21 points or more, which the Steelers have done twice this season now? They're 10-2. and two. So something about the Steelers and their mindset and the preparation, and people were like, oh, there was really no changes with Coach Tomlin. He said there's going to be changes in the changes that they're going to practice in pads on Wednesdays. People were downplaying that. If you haven't coached football, there's a big difference. If you're in the mentality of you're running a lot of stuff with, you know, in, in shells is what they call it, and, and not going with full contact, and then you turn around and have to have a full contact practice to, to wake people up, that actually is something significant. And there was something in the Steelers' preparation that they needed to change. Now, that's not what fans care about. They only care about the product on the field. So when they hear about changing the preparation and things like that, oh, that was he lied to us. No, he didn't. Coach Tom did not lie about changes. 
They made changes. Just because you're not there to watch every practice and see, it doesn't mean that things aren't different. And I think there'll even be some different personnel stuff, some out of necessity because of injury and some of it just perhaps otherwise. But bottom line is something gets sparked in the Pittsburgh Steelers where they come back and they bounce back and have a good performance after a really lousy one. That's one thing I was looking at. Another thing that I was looking at, man, the Steelers for some reason are awful in week four under Mike Tomlin. They're five and ten. I, I, and I, I, maybe it's just hitting the ver- that last game of the first quarter of the season is just something with them. I don't know. But the Steelers are really good in week five. So historically, just dealing with going into the next quarter of the season. Some of that has, could even be with, with preparation. But then you break down the numbers like they did on StatGeek. The Steelers are at the bottom of the league in offense and defense and everything. I mean, the, their splash plays on defense are the only thing that they're not at the bottom. But they take the ball away and they have sacks. But guess what? That, that, that didn't do anything for them against Houston when they didn't have either of those things. I mean, they were at the very top of the league in, in, in sacks and very close to the top in takeaways going into week four. But then they don't get any in week four. And they, of course, fall back a little bit. And it didn't help them. It didn't help them win the game when they didn't have any of those things. So I was back and forth a lot this week, and I did pick the Steelers to win um, just because that's the kind of thing that this team does. They Just when we think, oh, man, I'm just I'm going to be done with this team. I don't want to follow them anymore. I'm just not going to worry about it. Uh, let's see how, how high they draft next year. That's when they turn around and then win games they're not supposed to. It's happened so many times. Now, will it happen this time? I don't know. This is a much different Steelers team than all those years with Ben Roethlisberger. So I, I, I just don't know what it would look like for them to do this. I just know that something happens and something sparks in them, especially going up against the Baltimore Ravens, where, where that isn't beyond the realm of possibility with the Steelers. So there's just something there. As soon as I think this team is just not going in the right direction, they'll turn around and win a game. And how are they going to do it? I don't know. Is it going to be something special on defense? Maybe. Not sure. Is it going to be that the offense actually comes out and does something to start the game? We haven't seen that very much in years. Maybe they do. I, I don't know. But I, I for some reason, I don't expect to see more of the same like we like Steelers fans saw in Houston last week. It's going to be different. Hopefully that different is better. And we'll see what happens when the Steelers are are done and the clock hits zero. So there's, to me, the key to this game is do everything that you didn't do last week. (laughs) Bottom line, if you did it last week, don't do it again. To me, that's the Steelers' key to victory in this one. And it's when it comes to specifics and players – Your guess is as good as mine. It's going to be, are they going to use Darnell Washington with Pat Firmuth being out? I don't know. Are they going to send him out on any routes and actually target him? I don't know. Is Kenny Pickett going to be calm and stay in the pocket and and not get happy feet and and progress through his reads? I don't know. Or is the Steelers' defense going to – going to to be able to contain Lamar Jackson and not be able to just take off down the field? I don't know. (laughs) But something in there I have a feeling is going to give. It would have to take 
basically a lot of things for the Steelers to win this game. But I, I have a feeling we'll see improvement. We'll see if it's an improvement enough to pull out the victory. So there you go. That's my thoughts on the game. We'll see what happens when they take the field at 1 o'clock. Make sure you're checking out all of our post-game information both on the website at steelcurtnetwork.com and our podcast we will have a recap of coach tomlin's press conference uh not long after the game then after that we'll have the steelers post game show that you could watch that and participate live on youtube or you can catch it in the audio form later on on thursday night or thursday night sorry sunday night they're not playing thursday night yet they still got two of those but yeah um so whoo this will be an interesting one. I uh, it, it it figures probably because I'm starting to believe that the Steelers could 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 bounce back in some way. They probably won't because I'm expecting them to. That's just I've, they've turned me into quite the cynical fan, and I think they have a lot of cynical fans. But you know what? I'm going to be ready at one o'clock. I'm going to be in my Cam Hayward jersey. I'm going to be in my my camo Zuba pants, Zuba's pants, and I will be having my terrible towel wrapped around my neck, ready to cheer and wave it because I didn't get to do it at all last week. Hopefully we can do it this week, and I'll be completely ready to shout it out. Go Steelers.